0: The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light and those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death light has arisen from that time on Jesus began to preach and say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand as he was walking by the sea of Galilee he saw two brothers Simon who is called Peter and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea they were fishermen. He said to them, come, to, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness among the people. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. These words come from both the first reading from the prophet Isaiah and from the gospel where St. Matthew points to the fact that Jesus is that light. He is the light that shines In the darkness and in the midst of the darkness that we find ourselves each day, whether that's family darkness or the kind of division that we live in politically or the division that we live in in the church or the confusion that reigns in our hearts because we don't know who to trust anymore. We need that light. And the only place to go when we're in darkness is toward the light. Is towards this person who came into the world and he comes into our lives the same way he came into the life of Peter and Andrew and James and John and he says, follow me. Follow me. In Matthews, Recording of this event, he says they immediately left everything and followed him. They immediately dropped what they were doing and followed him. James and John immediately left their nets and their father and followed him. Because there was something about him, his lights. was more attractive than the darkness. In our own lives too, we often find ourselves in a kind of darkness. We can find ourselves in moments where it seems that God is silent or we can find ourselves in moments where It seems that people don't care. Me immediately, they dropped everything to follow him, to move towards that light. And St. Paul more specifically addresses what's going on with the church in Corinth, and the church in Corinth finds itself in a situation that's much like the situation that we find ourselves in today. There's a lot of division and factions and rivalries among the Christian people. And he reminds them about the fact that Jesus is the light that came into their lives, that it's our Lord who did everything. He says, Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with the wisdom of human eloquence, not because I'm an amazing speaker. so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its meaning, so that you'll remember what happened to you. You'll remember the light that came into the darkness. You'll remember that the only thing that matters is Jesus. When we feel ourselves being pulled into factions or arguments or having conversations about what's the right thing, what's the wrong thing for the church to be doing right now and who's right and who's wrong. And it's a time for us to remember that there is one person who's right. There's one person who died for us. There's one person who saved us from everything. There's one person who gave his life on the cross for us. And the only thing that really matters, the only thing that we can do right now is to surrender ourselves to his love and his providence on his timeline. to open our hearts to the abundance of grace that flows from his side. As he died for us on the cross, to ask that he transform our lives, to pray for the freedom and the conviction to drop everything and immediately follow him. To put aside every desire every worldly desire in order to allow him to satisfy the desires of our heart, which is a desire for connection, a desire for belonging, a desire for light. To shine in our own personal darkness. And we have to be reminded each day, like every time we come to Mass, that same Jesus who approached Peter and Andrew and James and John and said, follow me, that same person becomes present on the altar. And he touches us as we receive him in Holy Communion. He touches us. And his touch heals, which we see over and over and over and over and over again in the Gospels. His touch heals, his touch brings light. If we really recognize him there, if we really recognize that it's the same person, we wouldn't be able to help but to drop everything and follow him. To make time for him, to choose him. To look forward to being with him. And we also wouldn't be able to help but to tell others about him. Like St. Paul, recognizing everything he's done for me, I can't help but to preach the gospel. And so today we come before our Lord, bringing the darkness in our own hearts, our own selfishness or division or... Factionalism, or resentment, loneliness. And we ask him to bring his light into our lives, to be the light that shines in the darkness of our own hearts, to transform them, that we may Be transformed and then transmit his grace, his love, his mercy, his light to each person that we encounter.